The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. One life, one choice, gotta do it right. One chance of proving to the world that you was right. Like a match waiting for a spark to ignite. Sitting a minute and thinking if you'll make a good Cheers! Cheers, please. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered. Uncensored. And unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. It is the 28th of August 2022. Hope you're all having a good evening, a good day, or if you've had a good weekend at least. I am, of course, Benny Mac. This is in the corner. This is a SmackDown recap as we barrel towards Clash of the Castle. By the time you listen to this, there is not many days left. 3rd of September in Cardiff. Cannot wait. I don't have to stay up late to watch a wrestling show or watch it the next day and trying to avoid social media um, social media posts to see who's won or not won and stuff like that. So it means I've got to deal with that at least, which is pretty good. Um, got some, uh, well, the SmackDown show is actually pretty good to be fair overall. Um, some good, better, uh, some better moments this week. There was a few last week. I wasn't overly, uh, too bothered by at all, but, uh, this week uh, overall, again, I say this every week, but the show's long enough, just long enough. Um, that uh, it's enough yet not too much, you know, like Raw. But um, yeah, some great, uh, some uh, some pretty good, uh, you know, a pretty good opening match to be fair. Um, but before we get there, there is some breaking. New- I say breaking news. It broke a couple of days ago, but obviously I haven't had a chance to talk to you till now. But uh, I'm sure many of you have seen it. But we've got some uh, epic, epic music. Uh, music. Epic. I'm not even with it at all. There's only tea in my cup. I swear. It is Sunday. I have been at a festival all weekend, in fairness. Uh, Ollie Fest over here in Ross on Y. Um, some great uh, tribute acts and stuff. There was a young Alton there, actually, who's actually really good. And I'm not even a young Alton John fan, really. I know about four songs, if that. Oh, I say that. I end up knowing about six. But that's not the point. <laughs> there was a great Linkin Park band, uh, Link In Park. They were actually pretty good. Um, the guy doing sort of like Chester's role, he n- nailed it, to be fair. So um, if you're ever in the sort of Ross on Y area, Ollie Fest. Uh, it's around, It's every August, I think. Um, a great uh, local sort of festival, and uh, you know, a few drinks, uh, good weather, which it is still now actually, and uh, some good music in general. So, um, as a, and a good, you know what? And if you want to take, just take the kids down for a bit of music, a few beers, you can do during the day. It doesn't finish till about eleven o'clock midnight. Um, and I think they've introduced camping this year. I'm not going to promote it anymore. I just went and I had fun. That's all you need to know. Some breaking news though, coming from in uh, the world of WWE. We interrupt your regular broadcast to bring you this important news. Absolutely, some massive, massive news. Um, and apparently, oh, hello, Windows decided to do a check on my computer while I'm recording a podcast. Thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah, apparently, again, I haven't had this. I haven't seen anything um, to say that it isn't real, but I've not had anything to say that. It can't happen. So 
We'll just say it's a rumor at the moment, but it's a very interesting rumor if it is true. Now, apparently, Bray Wyatt is very close to to signing a multi-million dollar deal with WWE. Um, and after after recent negations, WWE and Wyatt are close to, yeah, as I said, multi-million dollar deal. Um, and also, it's a good couple of years as well. I think three years, I think it was the last time, one, one of the rumors I read. Um, and now with Triple H in charge of creative, um, obviously he worked with Bray Wyatt, um, Wyndham in uh, NXT. So, um, and before that, he was Husky Harris, if you remember, in the Nexus and the original NXT lineup they did. Uh, but yeah, The Fiend, we, me and NGB have spoke about this on the show, on many shows. Um, and I think I've said this to many people. We always talk about it, not always, but we talk about it when we get to a round of Bray Wyatt or Fiend, is that they do such a good job in this day and age to build a character like that, especially the fiend. Um, and then they just literally just like, you know, hand the title to Goldberg or whatever, cut the legs. With the, and like even at uh, WrestleMania the year when he was WWE champion, was, allegedly the rumor is he was meant to beat Orton at Mania, which would have made a lot more sense um, going forward. But um, they apparently on the day they changed it uh, in that year. And that was when he lost the title to Orton, they did all those special effects in the ring and everything. It's like, so you're telling me that Orton can withstand all these mind games, you know? So you've built this character up and then just cut the legs off. That's the basic general gist of the story, anyway. Um, so, yeah, apparently he is close to signing a deal. Whether that deal's been signed, whether we're going to see him anytime soon, I don't know. Um, hopefully, this is genuine um, because that's that build they had of the fiend during the, you know, Firefly Funhouse and everything was actually really good. And at first I'm not going to lie. I was sat there going, what the fudge is this? Um, sorry, this is, I'm like, on this podcast, aren't I? What the fuck was that? Uh, but then um, it basically, um, yeah, it, it grew and it got better and it made sense going forward and everything. And I am not, you're never going to replace Undertaker, let's face it, or Kane, but for them to build a character like this in this day and age, I feel they did a bloody great job and then they just keep cutting the legs from under him. So yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll get on with it. Uh, I am talking way too much and this is what this button's for. Cheers! Cheers, please! So yeah, Bray Wyatt allegedly coming back to WWE um, and close to working out a deal. So I think it'd be good. Hopefully, again, hopefully we'll find out sooner rather than later. But anyway, let's move on to the rest of the show. Um, that's the, probably the biggest news rumors I've read this week. There's all different stuff about, obviously. Um, my, I've not seen any news about Naomi and Sasha Banks. I personally think with the current state of WWE, maybe they'll take a bit of a break. But I feel um, that they will be back um, sooner rather than later. Maybe that's more hopeful on my part, but I think that's um, I think they will. Anyway, this week's SmackDown, um, Detroit, Michigan was uh, actually, like I said at the top of the show, was really good actually. To be honest, uh, I'm enjoying WWE at the moment. Um, I know you probably tuned in for me to rip it. I will rip into some stuff. Don't get me wrong; it will happen. But um, at the moment, I'm enjoying it, being involved, watching it again. Um, and I'm quite interested in this. In the first match of the night, actually, we see Ricochet for the second week in the row on SmackDown. Uh, he was in a that fatal five way last week uh, with with Happy Corbin, who he's against here. So it's Happy Corbin versus Ricochet. They uh, put on a really good sort of ten minute match, twelve minute match maybe. Um, uh, nothing really to like. Um, like again, 
if you if you want me to rate it, it is not going to be remembered in probably four years' time. It's not going to be. It's ne- not one of those epic matches that you see every now and again. Um, but it was a good match, solid match. And um, Corbin takes the W. Now Corbin has been on a bit of a losing streak at the moment. I think about twenty weeks worth of losing. I don't know how many actually losses that is, but about twenty weeks worth of losing. According, and WWE have picked up on it as well and are actually talking about it now. Uh, Pat McAfee did this great, like you know they use those uh, things in football and stuff, and they draw circles on the screen and show you if this player ran here and that. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, they were doing that on Corbin, and he was like going around his face and like pointing. It was quite funny. It was quite a funny segment, actually. I'm not going to lie. So Corbin's lost his match to Ricochet in a good match. Um, Ricochet looking freaking amazing. Uh, hope to see big things from him soon. Um, that guy, I've noticed he's uh, dropped his one finish in favor for the uh, 450 splash, which is probably in the long run a bit more healthier for his body because landing that sort of spinning scent on thing that he did in the long run could probably hurt your neck especially if you land wrong I mean obviously mess up the cent 450 cents on you could hurt yourself but um, in terms of impact for himself I think changing it is probably a good idea um, as I said Corbin's on a bit of a losing streak at the moment which do you know what I think could benefit happy Corbin um, let's have him lose a few more I don't know where they're going with it obviously this is my just watching it uh, watching it I was just like oh maybe this all this could happen so um yeah, the, him losing, I think, a benefit in the long run, like I said. But what I mean by this is that if he can, let's have him lose a few more matches, let's lose, let him lose a high-profile match, maybe that causes him to maybe leave for a little bit, maybe two months off TV. Um, and I'd like to see the return of a maybe an, an evolved version of it, but essentially uh, Lone Wolf Baron Corbin. Now, Bar- Lone Wolf Baron Corbin NXT was destroying people for weeks before, um, in months, I think, before he even lost. A match he was beating people really quickly um and the fans were getting into it in nxt back in the day i'm sure many of you watched it back in the day but um yeah i think uh a reshuffle of his character is overdue and i think that's maybe what they're doing you could say the same with um ezekiel formerly elias he's been taken out we haven't seen him since he might return i mean i don't know what's happening obviously raw's still to come that's in pittsburgh this week um there is a possibility, I guess, of, um, I think we won't see Ezekiel. We might see him on a screen doing some promos, but I think, um, uh, may, I, I'm just, I'm thinking Triple H wise, he probably want Elias was over, you know, what with Elias. They never did anything with him. It's a bit like Rusev with Rusev day. It got over. The fans are into it. Most people were chanting along with him and everything, you know, um, but again, they never did anything with it. They just broke them up. And all right, sometimes it doesn't. If, you, if it's not working, fine. But from a fan's perspective, the Rusev new uh, Rusev Day and Elias with the walk with Elias. The reason it would sort of fizzled out was because they didn't do anything with Elias. Um, and I think him coming back as Elias to the guitar, you know, the you know all that again could be really good. So I, I'm I'm starting to notice little things here. I think there's a lot of not a lot of it. But I'm starting to see um, potential for maybe character resets, you know. Um, so hopefully it's uh, hopefully that's the case. Uh, so um, yeah, good match. We had a great promo from great promo from um, well, a video package. Sorry, not a promo from Drew McIntyre leading to the Clash of the Castle. This Saturday was like part one. They were going to show the second part before the main event. Uh, good, good, uh, good promo overall. Um, 
it's getting the buzz, isn't it, for uh, Clash of the Castle? And do you know what? I'm fucking buying into it at the moment. Um, you know, and after this, we have Karen Cross cut a promo. But this, instead of him being backstage or a produced video promo, he's up on the upper tier, like looking maybe, I think, one over in the skyboxes, maybe, overlooking the arena, cutting this promo in black and white. And good promo. And he's ba- the, the general gist of it, guys, is that he's coming for Drew. Whether this is going to reminisce, this is going to come to fruition maybe next week, because next week, Karrion Cross will be making his SmackDown in-ring debut. So that's worth watching to see how he gets on. He was good in NXT. We haven't seen him in the ring yet. We've seen him attack Drew and cut promos, but we haven't seen him in the ring yet. So he's going to be in the ring on um, SmackDown next week. That'll be interesting to see. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see where that goes. Um Hopefully, uh, a good clash of the castle. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit when we get to it. But there's, I reckon, there's going to be a couple of looking uh, absolute burners in that match. We're going to try and do so. The Monday Raw recap show will come out uh, on the Monday. Uh, sorry, not Monday on the Tuesday. Sorry, Raw's on Monday. Uh, today's show has obviously come out on a Sunday. We're going to try and keep that on a Saturday if we can. Uh, but basically, I want to be doing the the recaps of the day after, essentially. But obviously, in the UK, the show's not until like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. So, you know, a bit of time to watch it, write it down in what I think, basically. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Did I mention, by the way, I'm on SJP World Media at the beginning of the top? I think, the, no, we had the signature at the beginning, didn't we? What am I on about? Shut up, Ben. I make sure I'm doing everything right. I don't know if I am. I hope, hopefully, you're enjoying the show. I have no idea. Um, hopefully, you are. You can follow me, follow the show on Twitter at In The Corner wwe by the way and myself at benny mac b e triple m y m a c k didn't do that at the top of the show we don't um need to plug myself a little bit i guess um i don't like doing it but there we go <laughs> um uh i'm doing it again Cheers. Cheers, please. there we go right okay so uh we'll move on to the wwe women's tag team championships um Tournament. Uh, now, I thought the tournament was going to end at Clash at the Castle. Apparently, it is not. It is actually going to um, finish on Raw next week, uh, and that's when the final is going to be. So, but because Toxic Attractions member Gigi got injured, they are now out of the tournament. So, um, we have a fatal four-way tag team match, um, and the winners go on to face Rodriguez and Aaliyah later on on SmackDown. Uh, so we've got Shotzi and Ailey teaming up. Uh, Tamina and Dana Brooke versus uh, Deville and uh, Natalia versus Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Um, there is not a lot to say about this match, uh, other than uh, it was okay. It, when you got uh, like you know eight women in there, you got to try and fit everybody's stuff in, I guess. But um, in terms of how the rest of the show went, do you know what? It made sense, especially how how this goes forward, because the winners of this match will, like I said, will go on to face. Um, Rodriguez and Aaliyah later on again not much to say about this match to be totally honest other than um, uh, sorry uh, Natalia and Deville advance and go to semi-finals and they will be facing uh, Rodriguez and Aaliyah later on so we'll get to that in a little bit Um, I still want Dakota Kai and Io Sky I I still have got those as my pick to win uh, this tournament as it stands Uh, so we'll find out on Monday who's going to win that um, uh, after the break we come back in and we've got the Brawling Brutes on the way to the ring the Brawling Brutes if you're not familiar is Ridge Holland uh, Butch aka Pete Dunne and uh, number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship Sheamus uh, Sheamus in, uh, is going to be facing Gunther at uh, Clash of the Castle he won that Fatal Fiver last week for those who uh, tuned in and heard me talk about it it was a good match I enjoyed it um, good fun 
uh, and he managed to do really well considering it was in Sami Zayn's hometown as well and managed to shift the focus without um, the fans being too upset that Sami didn't win, which was really good. Um, uh, so Sheamus comes out with his group of, as I said, the Brawling Brutes. Um, he barely into a promo and then uh, Gunther comes out uh, with uh, Ludwig Kaiser and um, they both cut promos on each other. Really good. Really good. If you have a chance to watch it, maybe on YouTube or something, the, it was a really good. This is my favorite segment of SmackDown, actually, to be totally honest with you, uh, this week. Um, um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that match. Um, but as they, so they, do, they, they nail their promos. Um, as that sort of finishes, Butch, a.k.a. Pete Dunne, um, jumps uh, Kaiser, and they, then, then Holland gets involved, so they've got those three men sort of fighting each other. While this is fighting is all going on, you know, and there's punches being thrown and everything, Sheamus and Gunther just stare each other down. And all this fighting is going on around them. They don't even flinch. They don't even move. They just stare each other down. And I don't know how, why, how, why this works, but it works perfectly between these two. Because I don't want to see them to really get it on so much until Clash of the Castle. Because I think it's going to be freaking amazing. Um, and I mean, I know McIntyre and Roman are probably the draw. Well, I say probably. They, they are the fucking draw, aren't they? It's for the main event at Clash of the Castle. But I think, and I'm not saying that match won't be good between Roman and Drew. I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to do a prediction show uh, in the week. So that should come out on, um, uh, so the Raw recap will be on Tuesday. And uh, I believe the uh, prediction show will be out Wednesday or Thursday. So just keep it locked. To just give subscribe on SJP World Media and in the corner show. We'll have those. Um, uh, I'm just trying to rearrange the day with Nick to get him on so we can uh, do the uh, do the predictions of Clash of the Castle. Anyway, as I said, I know McIntyre and Roman are the draw. Uh, Going to be an awesome match. But for me, I really believe Gunther and Sheamus has the potential to be match of the night. I can... I don't even... Like, I don't know. I feel like Gunther will walk away with it, but we'll get into that later on. But it's or but I feel like it, whatever happens, it will elevate both men, regardless of who walks out at Clash of the Castle with the Intercontinental Championship. Um, I think I mentioned I can't remember which show I mentioned it on. It may have been SmackDown show last week um, in 2009. Drew McIntyre won his first Intercontinental Championship at TLC 2009 on that same pay per view. John Cena. Uh, faced Sheamus in a tables match and Sheamus became the first Irish-born WWE champion. And now we have the card sort of flipped, reversed a little bit in a sense of Sheamus has never held the Intercontinental Championship and is going against Gunther. And uh, Drew McIntyre is in the main event against Roman for a heavyweight title. So they've swapped and they're in their own home sort of UK, you know, in the overall United Kingdom. Obviously, Drew's from Scotland, he's class is British and uh, Sheamus from Ireland. So either way, uh, I think the crowd will be... Do you know what? It's going to be hard to call, actually, between Gunther and Sheamus. You would think it would maybe be 100% Sheamus, but I really think it will be 50-50, being the fact that we're in you know in England and Europe and stuff like that. So, But I think they might sway slightly more towards Sheamus. But that's a, obviously, we'll get to that later on. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, so uh, Natalia and Neville obviously qualified for the um, semi-finals match uh, later on. Uh, we have an interview backstage, and there's a lot of this going on in WWE TV at the moment, Raw especially, and it's just it seems to they're doing it in um, 
SmackDown more now. Um, so they're being interviewed, and you know the the interviewees the interviewees like, oh, you know, you took advantage of a you know because of the fatal four way second chance match because they actually got eliminated last week, and now they're back into the semifinals. Um, in the background, we see Nikki Ash and Dewdropper arguing, just bickering backwards. You don't hear anything; you can just see him in the background on the right hand side arguing. Um, so whether we see that sort of spill over into Raw on Monday, which we might do, so they're trying. So you can kind of see little elements here, where they're either trying to build stories for the next show, or they're trying to let you know that they've lost and these two aren't happy with each other in the background, just subtly. Um, and it's giving that sort of like depth of even when they're not in the ring or competing, they're arguing amongst themselves or they're trying to do, do you know what I mean? Uh, filling, filling out the world, I suppose is a better way of saying it. Um, so yeah, that was quite, um, um, I'm assuming they're, they're arguing because they've lost basically. So yeah, but uh, Natalia and Davila are basically saying we're going to win the match and go on and win the tag team titles as you'd expect. Um, before we get to the semi-final tag team match, there was a backstage segment with the Bloodline. Uh, we see the Usos. So Sami Zayn uh, knocks on the door of Roman again, like we saw last week. Uh, this time, the Usos are there. Um, they stop Sami from going in, basically. They don't want Sami, or it's mainly Jay Uso, doesn't want Sami in there. But uh, Roman overhears that Sami invites him in. I wouldn't say it's the warmest of welcomes, but he does invite them in. Um, uh, Sammy's in a match against Drew McIntyre later on at the main event tonight. Uh, Roman wants Sammy to keep Drew occupied tonight. Um, and basically, uh, Sammy says, well, why don't we all do it together? We can use it as a bonding moment. Roman says, no, it's your night, Sammy. So basically feeding Sammy to the wolf, essentially, isn't it? To a degree. Um, uh, I feel like the bloodline is using Sammy. There's a big sort of... There's a bigger picture here developing. Now, I don't know whether eventually Sammy will leave the bloodline or get sick of them treating him. You know, he keeps twice now, he saved the bloodline from Claymore kicks and there's not really been any appreciation apart from Roman. And that was only because I think there was nobody there last week with Roman in Montreal. So it's um, interesting to see, or we could see it go the other way where Roman ends up liking Sammy more because he keeps sticking his neck in to save Roman and Jay keeps giving Sammy a hard time and then Jay becomes the outcast maybe of the bloodline. There's very, there's several ways this could go. I'm interested to see where it goes. Actually. Um, it would be interesting to see if one of the Usos does break with Jay, I think is really good. Um, so potentially could have a good singles run. Um, what that looks like. I don't know, but we'll see how it pans out. Obviously. I think we might see a bit more of that at clash of the castle. We've yet to see Paul Heyman back with Roman since SummerSlam, ever since he went through the uh, table. And I don't blame him. Get a bit of time off, Mr. Heyman, <laughs> going through that table. Um, but yeah, that will get on to a bit more Roman and Sammy and the bloodline a bit later on because it's the main event of tonight's show. Um, so uh, semi-final tag team match, Rodriguez, Aaliyah versus Natalia and Deville. Uh, winners will go to Raw and face, uh, uh, sorry, not Bailey, Kai and Sky. Um in the final for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, I don't know if we're going to see the Women's Tag Team Championships at Clash of the Castle. I think we're going to see find out a lot more on Monday, obviously. We're going to see who's going to be crowned. I'm my picks, as, um, re- you know, regardless of uh, who comes through this semi-final tag team match, my, lo- my logic is that uh, uh, Kai and Sky will win. But anyway, Bailey um, comes out. So she's, she's on SmackDown. She's actually a Raw superstar at the moment, a wrestler. Um, 
Kylinskaya with her. They stand behind her while she's on commentary. Bailey on commentary, by the way. Again, one of the highlights of the night. She's her and Michael Cole's chemistry. Pat McAfee. If Bailey does uh, ever walk away from the ring, uh, I honestly think you could stick Bailey on there with. She could be, you know, a really good sort of extra member on SmackDown with uh, Michael Cole and um, Pat McAfee. I think that'd be really good to have. You got Pat McAfee. Uh, Mark Cole has been in the business for freaking years and then Bailey who's been in ring so you could have that sort of person who's been in the ring so she can and also give a bit more like insight maybe into women's and men's matches in matches in general so almost like the JR to the King type thing you know uh, back in the day because King was obviously a wrestler so you, you and they always they try, I mean they did that with Mark Cole and Taz didn't they uh, they tried to have a, somebody who used to be in the ring um, and it feels like you they're the sort of like um well, they look, they're the analysis, analyst. I can't talk today. Analyst, whatever. That'll do. I'm not moving. Analyst, analyst. I can't say it. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, please. Analyst is what I was trying to say. Jesus Christ. There we go. I said it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hope wherever you are, you just laughed out loud at that and people look at you going, what the fuck? I hope that's, uh, I hope that's uh, what's going on. So, yeah, we have Bailey on commentary. Um, and this is a better tag team match than that Fatal 4-Way we had earlier, but then, you know, it makes more sense. Um, less moving parts, and then you can have a, you can actually have a good match. Uh, Rodriguez, I would say, is the star of this match. Um, uh, but Rodriguez and Alia advance to Monday, so Natalia and uh, Davila out again. So um, they did, you know, obviously went forward, and they've uh, taken another step back, so there we go. Um, overall, good tag team match. I enjoyed it uh, again. Not one that you're going to be talking about in five years' time, but it was a good, uh, a good match. I said, like I said, Rodriguez for me was the standout in this. Um, but as I said at the top of this segment, um, for me, Kai Dakota Kai and Io Sky are my picks to win on Monday. So should be hopefully a good match um, between the two teams. Uh, I can see Bailey getting involved possibly, uh, or maybe she doesn't because she wants to prove that these two women that she picked to come back with her to WWE are. Uh, are are, uh, are really good so maybe that is the case i don't know um so yeah they uh, so they've so yeah so on monday we've got uh, rodriguez and alia versus eo sky and dakota kai for the wwe uh, women's tag team championships i again i would like to see the return of sasha and naomi whether that happens i mean i feel like we could see that happen right after they win the tag titles and then but on the flip side of that Maybe let's have a good run with these two as well. So I'd be happy either way. But then I'd like to see a little bit more, I suppose, of Dakota Kai and um, Eosky. Maybe just to prove that they are they are good anyway. So I have no question about that. But um, it would be interesting to see who, uh, if um, Sasha and Naomi come back, where they where they would head. Would they be a tag team again? Or um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll find out, I suppose. There we go. Um, now, last week on SmackDown, there was a Viking Raiders promo I mentioned, and it was basically burying the New Day. They had been attacking the New Day for weeks, um, and um, the message they sent, it was like a Viking funeral for the New Day. And so there we go. Um, but New Day come out. It's Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Kofi Kingston says he's got uh, cracked ribs, and uh, Xavier Woods is in a wheelchair with like a uh, cast thing on his foot or like one of those things that's supposed to support it. Um, they cut a promo. It seems like New Day are going to end. And then all of a sudden the Viking Raiders come out 
and said, we buried you last week, you shouldn't be here. We gave you a warrior's funeral last week and stuff like that. Um, Kofi manages to convince them to sort of come at him rather than Xavier because he's in a wheelchair. N- Kofi's down on one knee, like begging not to be attacked. They just want to say goodbye or whatever. And then um, a bit reminiscent of Rem- WrestleMania 17 to a degree, we have uh, Xavier Woods rising out of his wheelchair and the two sticks he's got are actually kendo sticks, throws one to Kofi and they proceed to beat the crap out of the Viking Raiders. So it looks like that rivalry is not over yet and we're going to see more of that to come. But next week on SmackDown, they did announce it at the end of the show, actually. Um, New Day and the Viking Raiders will be going at it. Uh, it's called a Vikings uh, match or something like that. But it's basically a no disqualification match. Um, so that'll be a Tornado tag team no disqualification match next week. Um, I will admit, while this segment was going on, when Kofi was down on his knees, I was wondering if Big E was going to um, going to come out. I know he's getting better. I don't think he's quite ready for the ring yet, so um, I don't even know if he is allowed to. At the mo- he definitely won't be allowed to at the moment, but I don't know um, if he will be. Hopefully he will be. I'll try and get an update on that for uh, the Raw show so we can see, um, see how he's doing. I know he's doing better. I saw some clips of him uh, doing some stuff. Um, and he's got the neck brace off, so he seems to be doing better. But yeah, part of me was thinking, oh, it's going to be uh, Big E going to come out and um, you know help with the uh, help with the show, <laughs> help without the help his fellow New Day members is what I'm getting at. So, um, but yeah, and also I just realised um, I did a poll, didn't I? And I forgot to actually um, announce the sort of the results of it. Um, I think it was on Monday's show. So the question on Twitter, at In The Corner WWE, so a bit delayed, so I apologize, but here it is. Uh, in The Corner WWE, uh, I put out who is walking out with the hashtag WWE Universal Championship at Clash at the Castle. Um, very, I put, so you can either choose Roman Reigns, obviously, Drew McIntyre, or I put as an outside shot, Theory cashes in. Um, 9.1% said Theory's going to cash in. Now, this is how close this match is, guys, because you have voted to... <laughs> it's a dead heat between Roman and Drew McIntyre at 45.5% each. So no real clear answers here on who is going to actually win. Uh, we do have a message from uh, at me or Chris, me or Chris one on Twitter. Um, who, who he wants to win and who actually does win it is two different questions. <laughs> uh, Dan Griffin at Dan Griffin 21 says, I think Roman walks out with the WWE, with the Universal title, sorry, but Drew walks out with the WWE title. I can see a last-minute change coming to add Cross or KO to uh, the mix and make a 2-4 uh, triple threat. Now, they have done 2-4 triple threats before, but it was for the Intercontinental Championship and the uh, European Championship back in the day. So that is possible. That's an interesting theory. Um, hope, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. We've got another week. We've got, to, we've got an episode of Raw, an episode of SmackDown to go before um, we actually get to that uh, get to that point. So that would be interesting, though. Um, there is rumours, as I think I've already said, that the networks aren't happy of only having one champion. They want a champion on each show for their individual networks. Because obviously one is USA, one's Fox. I've already covered that. But um could be interesting to see how that actually pans out. So we'll see. Um, or they could have Theory cash in and say that the contract only reads maybe for the WWE title, which would then get him uh, to Raw. Um, I don't think we're... Go- I, I, 
the more and more I think about it, I'd like to see the cash, but I don't, I don't know whether the theory's going to be one of those guys is, who fails, you know? Um, there aren't many, but it could be. Um, so, yeah. Even back in the SmackDown after the after the New Day take out the uh, Raiders, uh, as I said, we've got a match next week on SmackDown. Sammy is backstage getting ready for his match. Uh, Jay not happy with Zayn talking to Roman about him last week. Uh, so a little of that hatred again between Jay and Sammy. Sammy's kind of like, no, man, nothing, no problem here. But um, Jay's got a problem with Sammy, and it's starting to show more and more each week. And at some point, it's going to come to bite either one of them on the ass. Now, whether that's Jay or Sammy, I don't know yet. Um, it could be interesting. Uh, we have the second part of um, the promo video for Drew. Um, I tell you what, that second part, though, his story leading up to this, you know, um, you can feel the emotion in the video package. And it's been a while since I've reacted that way to a video package in WWE. Obviously, we have the classic WWF WrestleMania 17 my way video between the rock and austin um the more more recent would be uh kevin owen sammy Zayn at battlegrounds which i think was like five years ago so the stories that's uh building because they're using real life stuff for drew uh, we're all most wrestling fans are aware of drew mcintyre drew galloway leaving wwe going to icw and just you know making a massive name for himself in the indies and as a whole and you know elevating Companies like ICW even more, not that they need, uh, well, every company needs a bit of it, I suppose, but ICW's got a big company over here, so um, they put on pretty good shows, to be fair, and I like the fact that some of their shows are now on um, WWE Network as well, so that's the, I, th- I feel like, especially with NXT Europe coming up as well, um, that they're of, they were taking notice before, but then they're, now they're starting to invest in us, in this area of the world, so... Um, which is good for a lot of men and women who are training, uh, who've been wrestling for years as well. Um, local promotion, shout out, Evolution Wrestling over here. Um, I saw the likes of Tony Storm wrestle there when um, before she was in WWE. Obviously, she's in AEW now. Um, there's a lot more. There's a lot more. Uh, we've seen some of the uh, guys and girls do the World of Sport revamp they tried to do a few more than a few years ago. Uh, that's more production problems, I think, to be totally honest, the way they filmed it. ITV, I film, feel they filmed it like it was a bloody episode of Gladiators or something. Uh, it could have been a lot better and should have been a lot better because World of Sport was massive back in the day, uh, before my time, but I'm very much aware of it, obviously. Um, so that leads us into the main event this week here on SmackDown. Uh, pay attention, ladies and gents. This was a good one, actually. I enjoyed this. Um, as I said already, though, my favourite moment of the night was Gunther and Sheamus, but this match was really good. A good back and forth match. Um, uh, hitting all the right marks. Drew, uh, you know, the crowd loving it. I think they're just building up this uh, fighter mentality, which he's already had. He doesn't really need much more of that, but they're making so uh, Drew is... Because um, I thought Drew was a Raw guy, but apparently he's a SmackDown guy now, so I'm not sure how that's so... If you look on, if you look up Drew McIntyre on WWE Network, his, uh, under his name is actually SmackDown, but I honestly thought he was a Raw guy, so... When that happened, I don't know. I really love WWE, by the way. If they're going to keep the shows like this, that's fine. I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, but I would like to them to bring back the draft like they used to do, where they used to have matches. So a Raw, a Raw guy would go against a SmackDown guy, and then they'd have the Titantron and the whole like lotto type thing, and then it would announce who's going to SmackDown, who's going to Raw. Um, I think fans like that. 
I very much enjoyed it. I loved it when it was in the video games. In the video games, I used to, in the universe mode when they had the draft mode, because it would happen after WrestleMania. What I would do is I would make WCW Nitro and Raw, and at every WrestleMania, you'd have WCW guys versus Raw guys, and you'd see people jumping left, right, and center, and it was good. And I like it's part of the game I missed. So that's a different podcast. Uh, as I said, good match back and forth. Um, again, not one of these matches you're going to be talking about in five years' time. But a good, uh, good showing by Sammy. Uh, there are moments where Sammy looks like he might win. Uh, as you'd expect, though, the Usos come out, distract Drew. Sammy goes for a roll-up, almost gets the win, um, manages to knock down the Usos, Drew, and then hit come back and hit just Sammy with a freaking epic Claymore, to be honest. Um, Drew gets the win. Uh, uh, Usos get in the ring and start you know, laying into... Um, Laying into Drew, um, he manages to fight the Usos off, and as he's fought them off, Roman's appeared almost as if from nowhere, hits uh, Roman, uh, hits uh, Drew, sorry, with a Superman punch, and then basically he does try and hold his own, but ultimately the Usos and the Bloodline, with Sammy, I might add, uh, beat down Drew. Uh, the table, the announce table's gone, the stairs used, chairs used, and uh, Drew ends up back in the ring with a chair over his throat, with Roman sat on it holding the two titles. Roman. Sh- um, screaming at the camera, I'm the top of this business, and blah blah blah. So, and next week, next week, SmackDown also, by the way, Roman is going to be celebrating his two year reign as world champion. Two years is absolutely insane. Um, so, and obviously, that will lead us literally um, into Clash of the Castle, which is going to be hopefully freaking awesome. I'm going to talk about Clash of the Castle very quickly. Um, just before we finish this match. Thank you, computer. Thank you very much for that. You, t- you think you turn all these settings off and it just does it, so whatever. Anyway. Um, so, obviously, Clash of the Castle is the first time in 30 years in the UK. First stadium event, anyway. Not 30 years since they've been here. First stadium event. Uh, and also, I did see in a shop the other day, they have the 1992 SummerSlam 30th Anniversary Edition DVD out now. Um I'm assuming there's going to be special extras on there and stuff. I didn't look at the case, to be totally honest with you. Um, so I'm assuming there's going to be a few of those floating around. <laughs> uh, because obviously WWE being at Cardiff, literally next Saturday. So um, yeah, Clash of the Castle. Just quickly for those people in the UK. Now, I'm going to be watching on uh, WWE Network, as usual. Uh, if you haven't got it already, nine out of nine months, or free for a month if you've never had it as well. Um, I would assume it's going to be on BT Sport. I didn't look that much into it. But what I will say is on Saturday, September 3rd, at uh, 5.30 p.m. for us in the UK. So for the first time in God knows how long, we get to actually watch a show and um, not have to stay up till midnight for the pre-show to start. And then obviously one o'clock, the actual show starts. So it's going to be awesome. I feel like we're going to have this sort of indie sort of feel about it as well. You know, I'm so gutted I can't actually be there. But uh, anybody that is there, let me know. I want to know what your experience was like. We might even get you on the show if we can. That'd be awesome. So tweet me at in the corner. Uh, WWE on Twitter, that'd be amazing um, and I can't wait for some more uh, WWE action, I'm so buzzing for Clash of the, Clash of the Castle uh, this is Benny Max signing off, thank you very much for listening to the show, we'll be back Tuesday with a Raw recap, we'll have a our Clash of the Castle predictions and also obviously we'll be doing the Smackdown recap show as well that'll be out Saturday before Uh, Clash of the Castle. So thank you very much for listening. We'll see you all again soon.
Cheers, please.